This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Eno Sarah Show is sponsored by Fieldwork Brewing Company. With eight taproom locations in Northern California, Fieldwork brings you fresh craft beer direct from the source. Fieldwork will also ship beer direct to your door if you live in California. Visit fieldworkbrewing.com. Your colleague, Evan Drellich, was just on the program. He's knocked it out of the park with his investigation, his investigations over the years, and now his new book, Winning Fixes Everything. And it just talks about how the business world is now in the baseball world. And I just, the fact that we just played Corbin Burns, the fact that Corbin Burns went to arbitration and they went after him, and we're talking $700,000. Too many of these smart guys are not really smart at handling people, you know. Yeah, and uh, what's weird for me is that uh, I think that um, uh, that Stearns, uh, the guy in in Milwaukee, actually has a little bit more um, feel than the average guy. You know what I mean? Like I thought he was better than Lunau. Lunau is uh, just completely uh business school mckinsey you know they brought in mckinsey to tell them who to fire in houston a and they, heartless they went down. a heartless consultant is who oh, Lou dude, now is. all the way they stripped it down the bones they they weren't paying well they they fired people they let people go you know and um i think that some of what happened between james click and the new owner uh, was that James Click had a little bit more heart, <laughs> and uh, and and uh, and and Crane, Jim Crane, was like, no, 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 we need uh, we need someone more heartless in here. So um, it's definitely something that I look for. I mean, uh, you know, over the years, I've come closer and closer to taking a job in baseball. And one of the things that I think about when I take when I evaluate a team is. Uh, what does leadership look like? What does ownership look like? How much heart do they have? How much do they care about people? Um, and that's actually uh, near the top of my list, uh, almost more so than you might expect me to ask, how much do you guys use the numbers? And do you guys use Stuff Plus and stuff like that? That's not that's not where I start. Yeah, because you could be out of a job really fast. I mean, <laughs> I mean, with some of these organizations, your Stuff Plus ain't working right away. You could be gone. If you were to leave the athletic and work in Major League Baseball, how much would you say – I wouldn't be on A's cast live once a week field work brewing. How could you, how could you leave field work brewing and A's cast live? They'd have to give you a pretty, you could use us as leverage. No, I usually, I, I, I really enjoy uh, writing. I really enjoy podcasting. I really enjoy going on a show. So like that would be something that I would lose. But one thing that is kind of cool about working for a team that I get is um, being on a team, like, like being physically with a, a group of people, working towards a, a single goal. Um, that's not something you get as a writer <laughs> so much. I mean, yes, the athletic is a team, um, but it's not the same as being like, Oh, we're trying to get a ring here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love the metrics 
that, and I always think of Carrie Underwood's song, Jesus Take the Wheel. My wife's big into country, right? <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and Carrie. Where is this going? <laughs> all right, you're going to like this. I, there's method to my madness here. So in her song, like, like it's rainy, it's nighttime, and she just, Jesus take the wheel, and, and, and I'm okay, and, and help me, right? <laughs> don't, don't crash and die. Well, that's always, that's what I think about when these come out with pitching metrics where the pitcher delivers the baseball and it's Jesus take the wheel. I have no control anymore. It's left <laughs> my hand. It's left my hand. Just take care of it. God, please. <laughs> now, now the pitcher could now a pitcher, the ball leaves his hand and it goes right down the middle and it screams hit me. But according to this analytic, he didn't hit his spot, but it doesn't matter. Once it leaves his hand, he's got no control. <laughs> yeah, so that was uh, that was the big advancement in, in analytics was that uh, we've just found, the thing was batting average on balls in play. We just found that across the league, year to year, the batting average on balls in play was near 300, and pitchers didn't have that much control over their BABIP. And so a guy would have a good year, he'd have a 200 BABIP. And then the next year, he'd have a meh year and he'd have a 300 BABIP. So, you know, what we started to do was evaluate pitchers just on, this might sound familiar, strikeouts and walks, basically. Oh. <laughs> well, hey, I'm great with strikeouts. It's the walks that are <laughs> was that Was that your deal? Me? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I was a zoo. Was me, a zoo. Me, me as a pitcher? Yeah. Because, because... I grew, I started coming up in the era where now it's try and throw as hard as you can and strike everybody out. So if you go back, I struck guys. I I I average over a strikeout per inning, but I walked. Nice. But I walked a ton of guys, so it was yeah. useless. <laughs> I mean, you're given free ninety feet. It's just it's just you know it's bad. And so walking and people so, is evil. The the thing that's interesting to me is like we 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 had um we we found out we like did the numbers and we we're like oh bunts are bad, you know bunts are bad. You know, we looked at the numbers and your run expectancy with a guy on first is better with no outs than with a guy on second with one out. So bunts are bad. Um, and then we we're like, oh, but wait a second. Your chance of scoring one run goes up a little bit. And so if it's like the ninth inning and you want to score one run, maybe you should bunt the guy over. So oh, maybe bunts are okay in certain situations. <laughs> And then now we have tracking, right? Player tracking, right? And so we can say where the third baseman is standing, right? And now we can say, oh, wait a second. If you actually try a couple bunts, that first, that third baseman like starts to walk closer to the plate. Oh, and now you can hit a ball over his head that you couldn't before. Or down wait the line or the 5.5 hole because he doesn't have as much range if he's in closer. And then we started to have the shift and we had all these people on that side, nobody over that side. Oh, wait a second. Maybe bunts are good. You know, so yeah. it's like there's so many times when we like come up in the way that I say it, it whenever I work, I work with researchers. I, I, I work. I, I try to stay on top of the, the best new research. And I'm always like talking to the guys who work in analytics departments, stuff like that. And my feeling is if someone comes to me and says to some, something, something to me that is completely different than what has come before the bar for them to make me believe is not just like, look at these numbers. It's like, this is the best research. We've tried it three different ways. We've looked at it this way. We accounted for that. We accounted for this. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you need to like really prove because it. There, there is accumulated knowledge in a sport. Like, you know, people, people have figured out 
ways to play the game and you can't just be like no no i'm sorry you know like you know like leo you know leo mazzoni that dude couldn't be right no way he knows anything leo mazzoni you know and i've at times i've been like oh established loan away like leo mazzoni that's so old school well guess what like loan away is still a spot that like people don't really hit homers in you know like it's still still a pretty good spot like it you know, it's nice. We, we do pitch high now. We didn't do that as much during Leo Mazzoni's age. So we have changed a little bit, but Leo Mazzoni had something to tell us, you know, and like we learned from him. So in my newest research uh, that I've got coming out Monday, um, I've taken these stuff numbers, right? Uh, that you've heard me talk about here, stuff and location plus, they just look at stuff, looks like the physical shapes of pitches, Bilo and, and, and release point and stuff. And location looks at uh, just where they are at the plate. Now we're using those stats in a projection system. And what we found is yes, stuff plus helps us project strikeout rate better. That's not surprising. You know, it's like, oh, this guy throws really hard and has a lot of ride. Yeah, he's gonna have a good strikeout rate next year. So that wasn't surprising. Location plus told us a little bit about walk rate. Okay, that's good. What we, we found was they both told us a little bit about batting average on balls in play. And we did a better job at projecting batting average on balls in play using stuff and location. And so basically what we're saying is that's a win for Eno Saris, baby. And also it says it's a win for old school in a way, which is no, if you can locate pitches and you have great stuff, you can actually uh, suppress homers and you can actually suppress hits. And, you know, it isn't like a huge effect, but it's there. And it, I think it's largely due to command. I think that pitchers with good command yes. can actually hit their spots. And think about the game now and where we've gone. We've gone. We said, no, no, no. Nobody can control the ball and play. Command doesn't matter. Stuff, 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 stuff. Velo, strikeouts, blah, blah, blah. You know, and the command artist has been really like someone, Tyler Anderson, the Dodgers find him for one year and 6 million, you know what I mean? Like command artists. And, and you know, uh, I think that some teams have been like, Oh, there are, there's some value to buying these Ross stripling to the giants. That was like a command play, right? That guy doesn't throw 99, but he has five pitches and can command them. So, you know, some teams are realizing that command is, is something uh, useful, but our model suggests that uh, we can now use it to project better. Well, and, uh, I mean, just a way to look at it is that when you have command and you have multiple pitches, we know what the hitter's weaknesses are. And each hitter's mm. different. Each hitter has a different weakness. And if I have an arsenal that can constantly get after that hitter's weakness and I can use my location and changing speeds and velo to do all of that, I got a better chance to get him out. So instead of this, I just the ball comes out of my hands and Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> I'm actually I'm able to go after a hitter and his weaknesses because I command the baseball. Yeah, yeah. So the 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 sort of asterisk that I have on that is just that like uh, command is not a sticky year to year, so um, it's not always easy to bet on. Some guys like if you look at Tyler Anderson's career, he's been up and down. You know what I mean? Like he's had better years, he's had worse years. Um, I think that it's because command, I think if you like, if you've got a bad hamstring, right, you might be able to go out there and still hit your velo and you might be able to shape your pitches like normal, but you might not hit your spots. Like if your back is hurting a little bit, you might not hit your spots, but you might still be out there. So that's why I think command is a little bit more finicky, 
but it's there it's real it's meaningful and it has something to do with outcomes so yeah, you mentioned uh, bad hammies that. bad hammies are starting to knock a bunch of guys out of the wbc <laughs> already yeah <laughs> I, I i i think about this too with the olympics and the world cup and stuff where it's like I, the world cup has the most draw right where you're like i'm gonna play hard for my country and i care you know and i'm gonna um but the olympics like when we had soccer and baseball in the olympics i think people were like and uh, no you know i don't know the elbows barking a little like especially pitchers right like you don't want to like imagine blowing your arm out you know in, yeah. in the, at the wbc see there's already like a little bit of like imagine blowing your arm at the wc trying to pitch for your country but it doesn't it's ridiculous i don't think I don't think it's at that level. You know, people yeah. are like, it's fun if I'm healthy and everything's fine and I'll, and I'll throw 85% and, you know, we'll have a good time. Uh, may, I don't know if you're like me. You're probably not because I remember after the World Series, you were going to the Fall League. Um, <laughs> I'll never forget that. Like, you're leaving the World Series to go to watch. But for me, like, I like the seasons, right? I like my football season. I love the NFL. Mm -hmm. I love college football. Uh, March to me is when I get into college basketball. I like watching college basketball. Uh, nice. And then all of a sudden now you're like trying to force me to watch this kind of made up. We're fighting for our country's world baseball classic. I'm just not into it. And another reason why I'm not into it, you know, I've got six and a half to seven months of baseball ready to watch. ahead. Of me, <laughs> right. It's a long, I, a long distance. I'm sport. at the Coliseum every night in the cold. <laughs> yeah. I don't need more baseball. I got enough baseball in my life. I love what you well, know, I love watching the tournament. It's one and done. These kids are playing for their schools. It means so much. Ninety nine percent of them are not going to the NBA. I just I love college basketball in March. I don't need more baseball. Yeah. Uh, on the, just the flip side, I was reading about uh, the beginning of the World Cup, and it's not that old, you know. And there was a cup in England that they had, and so England wasn't involved in the first couple of World Cups because they thought their World Cup was better. <laughs> uh, and eventually, they're like, "Fine, we'll we'll do your World Cup." And uh, there is a chance that we do this long enough that it, it sort of has more gravitas. And and then you got the sort of um, like global All Star game. Because if you do look at the Dominican Republic team, you're like, dang. Yeah. <laughs> That's that is a really good team. But how do and we so, do that? How do but, but it just seems like the way our schedule works, this is never really gonna work. Because you, you already play a season that's too long. We only have And then they have to be ramped up early, right? We only have twelve months, right? In a, in a year, you're already playing basically what seven months like, of those years. What right? if we took a little bit longer All Star break and didn't have an All Star game one year, and this was the All Star game? I don't know. Like, there's, it is. You're right. It's weird, and that's why you know that's why guys are out. Nestor Cortez, oh, Hammy, I'm out. Um, and that's why it's uh, it's a little disappointing to like be like, yay, America. Kyle Freeland is on the mound. <laughs> That's our best. Yeah. Our oh, yeah. Best. I started looking through some of the names. I'm like, if we're going Lance Lynn's our, our ace, like, that's that. What? What What are we doing here? Yeah. I mean, it would be really nice to have just the very best and have, like, Cole out there and stuff. But, um, you know, uh, like, DeGrom uh, didn't want to throw in his first, his first thing. And if you just put, uh, you know, $200 million down on, on DeGrom's elbow, like you're like, no, no, nope, nope, nope. He's not yeah, coming. <laughs> what, 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 let's do two of those. Uh, first let's start with Strasburg. Uh, it is really, really sad. I, I, are we, are we looking at a guy that 
You know, was the phenom coming out of San Diego State, was so huge in their World Series run. I mean, is his career basically done? You know, thoracic outlet is really bad. I think we've only had a few really successful returns from that. Um, Carpenter, uh, I think it was David Carpenter that uh, was a Cardinals pitcher. Chris Carpenter. Uh, he came, Chris Carpenter came back from thoracic, but he only had like two, three more seasons after it. Um, and uh, I, I don't really have a lot of other success stories. It's a really, wow. it's a really tough one. I mean, they like remove a rib and, you know, so you got to relearn how to pitch. I mean, there's like your, your body is different. After your it, nerves, so. you have loss of yeah. feeling. It's, it's scary. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't know, you know, there's all sorts of uh, people, you know, wanting to blame. There's, there's a terrible Twitter account that, you know, blames every injury on the inverted W or showing the ball to second base or whatever. I, I'm not going to even tell you the name cause I don't want you to go look at it. But, no, uh, I got enough going you know. on. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, so there are people who have said, you know, he was the inverted W guy the, the where people were like, look, it looks like Mark Pryor and Mark Pryor's career was short. And so therefore he's going to be heard. And so I'm sure there's some people who are saying, I told you so. But he had a really good career in between. He was really good for when he was good. And um, I would just say that we keep trying to make advancements on how to keep people healthy. But what we're asking them to do is on the very edge of human ability. We're asking pitchers to do something that is on the very edge of their ability. You know, it's not how many, how, what percentage of the population can throw 99? You know, you're talking about a half a percent. Point zero, zero, zero. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, hey, how about this? I mean, you want to, you know, it's, it's a great example. Um, why do shortstops and third basemen not have Tommy John surgery on a consistent basis or shoulders? Why surgery? don't quarterbacks in football? Because we're throwing off flat ground. The reason why guys get hurt is when you put a guy on a bump and the way they're coming down, lefty or right-handed, you're now using gravity. It changes everything. If guys, if we just had no mound like softball, if we had no mound and guys threw off no mound, we wouldn't have arm problems. Well, that's an interesting theory. Uh, I, 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 you know, it might be interesting to try out because we have a velo problem in baseball. And uh, it'd be really interesting if we solved the velo and injury problem by removing. Well, that. you've heard you've heard when guys come back from injury, the first thing they do they when start on flat ground. They do flat ground work, and their first bullpens are going to be flat ground. That's so funny. if if we took away the mound, the mound is something that was put out there for baseball well before we had science looking at it. Well, before we had the data, right? If we took the mound away, as you said. We didn't have elbow sensors. Nobody throws more than quarterbacks and shortstops and third basemen. And and they say flat ground strengthens your arm. So if we had guys, then now all of a sudden, can I get my 30, 30 35 starts back by starters if we have flat right. ground? My God. Can we get the strikeout rate below 20% again? Hey, uh, Fuji, Fuji threw off the mound. Everybody, do you see that? Everybody loved it with the A's. Oh, I, I'm excited for him. He, I, you know, the one thing that is different between here and Japan, I think a little bit is this is a stuff league and he has stuff. Now he's wild. And so we're going to have to wait to see what he looks like in a game in terms of putting this stuff in the right location. But it, just the conversation we were having, this is the guy who throws hundred and, yeah. and has a really good splitter. So I'm excited to see him. I think that ballpark will help him with the command a little bit, you know? 
Uh, you know, it's just a walk or, or, or a double instead of a homer in Oakland usually. <laughs> um, and so uh, I'm excited to see him. I'm, I'm a little higher than most people on him because he's got he's got a spot in the rotation. You know, Force came out here and said he's one of the top three. Uh, they promised him one and uh, I, I'm really excited to see what he's, I've been watching him for a while because that, that splitter has, has great movement. He throws like a 90 mile an hour splitter that just drops off the table. It's even better than Frankie's. You can't it's teach better that. Than Frankie's. You can't teach huh? that. You can't teach yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. You can teach yeah. grip, but to have that kind of ability, like when you hear about guys that throw like a, a 92 mile an hour slide or what, when you can make the ball move like that at that kind of velocity, that's God given. And I said this to Cody, I'll, I, and I'll say it to you, or I'll ask you this. You know what the most important thing about Japanese players is? What's that? They put butts in the seats. Hmm. People, he starts throwing I, the ball I, they well. They definitely put butts in the in the press box. I can tell. You. Yeah. Hey, they got people, and they put butts watching on television around the world. Uh huh. That's I mean, true. When guys start playing, you know, when 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 Shohei Otani or Ichiro, you get a guy. If this guy, if Shintaro comes out and deals, you'll see attendance go way up on days he pitch he pitches. You know, and another thing that's cool about that is, uh, it's my personal theory that there are more players in Japan that could come over that don't. Um, because you're talking about a league that basically profiles as quadruple A, you know? So imagine you had just a quadruple A league that had free agents in it at all times, you know? I'm surprised that more people don't come over, you know? So I'm really excited to watch Shintaro Fujinami. I'm really excited to watch um, the the outfielder for the, uh, Red, for Sox. the, for the Red Sox. Yeah. He's got a hit tool like Stephen Kwan, and people say he's got more power. Um, and I think Seiya Suzuki for the Cubs is going to have a much better year this year. So uh, I think that I think Japan is still underrated as a place to get people. And then Drew Rosinski is coming over from KBO. So like uh, kind of a cool double tap there from getting getting guys out from the east. Do you think it's just it, there, there's there's a pain in getting the players versus like, let's just say you could call up the agents for Japanese players and say, I want that guy, that guy, that guy, that, that guy. Will we have way yeah. more or is it the posting process and everything that you go through? Do you think that's the, the problem why we don't have? Because they because like, you're right. I've been over there twice. I've watched them. It's pretty good. Big league teams go over there and they play the exhibitions and we lose to their teams. I know that's, you know, one game, whatever, but they've got players. We've got some bad players in Major League Baseball. We've got players <laughs> that could be over here playing. Is it just I the think, process? I think we could have more. Is it the I, process? It's a complicated thing. It's it's all sorts of things. Like, think about the process it took uh, to get Shohei Otani over. First of all, it was posting. But the posting at some point became irrelevant because they could only offer Shohei what they could offer him, right? There was a yeah. kind of a cap during that old Kind of like us with Fuji, right? Yeah, so there was, there was definitely a cap at some point. And so then the process became... Let's talk to him and convince him that our city is the best. Our, ta our, 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 our team is the best. And I think for him, it was like, I get to play with Mike Trout in LA. You know, that's, that was the, the, the pitch that got him there. Um, and so, you know, part of it is making the right pitch uh, to the top end players. Uh, but then there's also an immense pride uh, in Japan in their own league. And so there are players that just want to play in their league because they think it's the best league, you know? So then there, then there are others who think I'm a superstar and, and MLB is the league and I want to get over there. So, uh, you know, there's different motivations. They're, they're, they're unique individuals that there's a cultural difference gap there. There's, uh, you know, convincing them that, that your situation is better for them than their situation they have now. The pay is okay there. 
you know, some of their guys are making millions of dollars, you know, so it's not like you can just come in and uh, get them for, you know, 750K or whatever, you know, so there's, uh, there's a lot of things going on. But I do think that, that you get more and I think, we, you know, we're starting to see more people come out of KBO, we had, uh, we had Thames come over, Eric Thames came over, and then we had a couple more. Uh, come over and not every one of them has worked out but i think it's i think it's untapped resource to an extent yeah i mean i i i understand part of what you said too about you know hey that's that's where they live you know yeah i've been to japan twice i mean i can't imagine saying to my wife country they got a good league they probably making them you know million or two dollars and i i can't imagine you know i get a call and tell my wife hey uh i'm gonna go do a's cast in japan you ready (laughs) yeah right you're like what (laughs) no this is where all our family is we're staying here Uh, also you mentioned selling otani on being on la in la do you think when otani showed up he went Wait a minute, Disneyland's right this there. This ain't LA. <laughs> this is Orange County. This isn't LA. You guys yeah, I sold if they me. Took him to dinner in LA. And we're like, this could be yours. Beverly <laughs> Hills. Wait a minute. This isn't Beverly Hills. This isn't Los Angeles. This is Anaheim. Like a parking lot. What the hell? <laughs> I'm gonna live in the Anaheim Hills. This isn't Beverly Hills. Anaheim Hills and Beverly I mean, Hills are two different places. Yeah, I, I think I think for sure that Otani's gone. Welcome to Space Mountain. <laughs> yeah, I think he's got one foot out, man. I mean, uh, that guy is like a big tech and data guy, and 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 they're tr- struggling to try and get online quick enough to convince him that they are too. You know, are they not? Uh, are they and, not a R and D outfit? Yeah, they're 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 a little bit behind on that. They were really behind. They cut their entire player development crew during COVID. You know, and they didn't pay their their minor leaguers. So their minor league is way behind everybody else's. So you cut all your research and for people, it's research and data. You you, yeah. you cut all your research and data, people you call that, and then your organization stinks and you wonder why. <laughs> yeah. That's why people when I when I say like, you know, art like Moreno's a little bit of a problematic owner, and they say, Well, no, he's opened up his he's paid for players. And I'm like, Yeah, he's paid for the players he wants, which has turned into Albert Pools is a pretty bad contract for them. And and you know, there's a couple other examples, but also he doesn't pay for the things he doesn't want to pay for. And that's been a lot of minor league development, data, tech, infrastructure. That's not sexy. What does Arden Moreno want? He wants the big free agent. And you can see what sort of chasing the big free agent has gotten. And you know what? As much as we hate the Astros, you want to talk about someone who invested in R&D and tech in the minor yeah. leagues and all their camera. It's worked. They're letting Verlander go, and they've got a literal guy, Hunter Brown, that you could, looks exactly like Verlander. <laughs> he's just going to step in. I don't think he's going to be exactly Verlander, but, like, you know, he's just going to step in. They're going to be like, whatever. Uh, okay so next week when we talk to you we'll be down in arizona as we're going to leave on tuesday so we'll we'll be from the valley of the sun next time we speak but just we gotta we gotta do some scheduling because i'm gonna be in florida on friday unfortunately we'll tape early we'll tape early to tape on thursday or something we'll go on your east coast schedule um (laughs) what are on the way out here, what are some things that, you know, you're really looking for in spring training you're excited about? Uh, for the A's, I'm, I'm looking to see how much contact Dermis Garcia makes. If he can improve that at all, he can break out. Um, I want to see what uh, Rusinski and, and I want to see Shintaro's, you know, I want to see him pitch. I want to see him. I want to see him pitch against major leaguers and, and see what the command looks like in the game. Um, I, I want to see, uh, I like Connor Capel. Uh, so I want to see yes. some of the, 
I want to see some of the outfield fits. I want to see who's starting and, and what they're going to, how they're going to sort of allot the playing time, you know? Um, and uh, I'm excited to see who they sort through at the back end of the rotation. I think Ken Waldachuk has to make that rotation um, but because I'm pretty excited about his future, but they've got 10 arms. So they're really going to be cycling through, you know, six or seven of them to figure out who's, who's going to join the back end of that rotation. So that's stuff I'm really excited for. Uh, the rest of the league, you know, I, I want to see um, if the Padres can really take down the Dodgers. So I want to see, I want to see how Soto looks. He had a really bad defensive year last year. And so I want to see if he can, he, you know, he's, he's selected left field now and want to see if he can just sort of concentrate on left field and, and be better there. And uh, you know, Manny's already talking about opting out. Uh, yeah. So, you know, they barely, they barely got the band together and the van's already talking about where they're going to be next year. So <laughs> I, I, I think the Padres are fascinating where it's like none of those, none of those players other than Tatis came up with the Padres. <laughs> you know, like they, they didn't develop any of their guys. And so they're all just like mercenaries in a way, you know? So I'm excited to see like, is it going to gel? And they're going to be like, yeah, let's do this. Or are they going to be like, no, my agent says I, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, it is going to be. You bad. want me to do extra ground ball practice? Sorry, my agent said no. <laughs> it's true. It's a great way to put it. They're all a bunch of mercenaries. Yeah. So, yeah. How does that so work? I want to see. I want to see if they sort of gel and and you know sometimes it takes something stupid like a rally monkey or a, you know a, you know whatever it is you know needs some sort of funny thing to happen. Where's my rally monkey? What happened to the rally monkey? <laughs> you well, have one. <laughs> I, you bet your ass I got one. I got a oh, rally there monkey. You go. Nice. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I got I got one. I got something for everybody. There's a rally squirrel. I have the. Uh, I have the snow globe that used to be Safeco. We represent everybody here in the AL West. Oh, nice. I got, uh, I got. Who was the rally squirrel? I got Nolan Ryan. People were talking about the rally cat for 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 the A's. <laughs> I got Nolan Ryan. We got everybody. Nice. We're covered. Uh, one more thing. You're going to Florida. I've done Florida a lot. I think Florida gets a bad. Awful. I've actually, <laughs> I've actually. It's a fun. You like it? It's a fun party place. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, everything's three hours away, you know. Yeah, well, I'm not talking about baseball. I wasn't oh. doing anything <laughs> in baseball. I'm just saying I've done Miami, I've done Fort Lauderdale, I've yeah, done, I've done yeah. Orlando. I grew, I grew up a little in Florida. I've like, done Tampa, I've done St. Pete, I've done Jacksonville. There's a lot of fun to be had in Florida, but we're the land of breweries. I was always cocktailing in Florida. What That's are you true. looking for beer wise? I mean, how they how's their brewery brewery department in Florida? It's not it's not super it's not super great. One place that I'm really targeting is Green Cheek in Saint in um Saint Petersburg. It's uh actually I think uh oh no, I said Green Bench. Green Cheek is in LA. Green Bench is in, in Saint Petersburg. That's one of my favorite spots. Cigar City is is one of those OGs that uh, people know. Um that's also in Tampa. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start in West Palm Beach and make my way over to Tampa. So I'll make sure to hit those beer spots in Tampa. Uh, there's not too much going on in the rest of the state. Well, I love it. Next time we talk, we'll be Cactus League. You'll be Great Fruit League. That means we're covering all spring training, baby. <laughs> That's right, coast to coast, coast sort of. to coast, border to border. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Can we get the man his outro, please? 
The Eno Saris Show is sponsored by Fieldwork Brewing Company. With eight taproom locations in Northern California, Fieldwork brings you fresh craft beer direct from the source. Fieldwork will also ship beer direct to your door if you live in California. Visit fieldworkbrewing.com. Safe travels, my friend. We'll talk to you next week. You too. Thanks for having me. The great Eno Saris right here on A's Cast Live. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.